Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show with me, Steve Harrison, right here on ARFM. Uh, now, my next guest, they are set to release their third album, Invicta, on the 7th of May. Uh, as always, privileged to get a preview copy, and it's an absolute monster of an album. And what a pleasure uh, to be talking to, once again, Scarlett from Scarlet Riot. Scarlett, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Hey, I am not too bad at all. Thanks for joining us here on ARFM Unchained Rock Show. Always a pleasure to uh, to catch up with you. Oh, that's no problem. Thank you for having me as well. Hey, no problem at all. So, let's just get straight to it. I've been fortunate to have a preview copy of Invicta. Uh, and I've got to say, uh, it's an absolute banger of an album. And, and you know, that sort of a heavier tone, a yet another step up, right up my street, as the old saying goes. <laughs> Absolutely loving it. You, you must be pleased because, there's you know, there's a few uh, reviews coming through already. A lot of love for the singles. It's a killer album. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it, it feels like we've been working on this for like a lifetime yeah. as well, because the uh, uh, obviously the pandemic struck and uh, it's been two or three years in the making yeah. so we, we can't wait to actually get it out on May the 7th it's like two weeks away yeah. and it <laughs> Indeed. so I mean it, it is it's uh, well Regenerate was around sort of 2017 is that if I'm not mistaken so it, yeah that's right yeah. so like where did the time go we released that in 2017 and then we were literally touring it non-stop yeah. for a good um year or so yeah well two years and it got to march 2019 and we'd finished our headline tour yeah and we said right that's it no more tour and regenerate we have to do some work crack (laughs) down and do some more writing now and get some more songs written (laughs) um so we we did that and then started writing from march 2019 and then we were ready by march 2020 to record but as you know March 2020 was the lockdown. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And that must have been a real disappointment, you know, sort of all there chomping at the bit, ready to get, a, a, you know, sort of studio bound, as it were. So uh, how has that worked then in terms of the opportunities to get it recorded then? How did that go? Oh, gosh. Well, we turned up to the recording studio um, the night that Boris announced oh, the no. lockdown. So there's me with my suitcase, all the guys had oh, turned no up. We were way. ready to have a month together recording. We were super excited. And um, the studio guys were like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go home. Oh, God. So we, we went home and then uh, we, we just waited for a, a call to say when, you know, when can we come back in? And yeah. it was August uh, 2020 and we got called up, but they were like, well, you can come back in, but it's got to be individually. You can't come together. So drums were recorded oh, and he no went home. Way. Bass was recorded. He went home. And it, it's the first time recording where we weren't together. And we just went in for our parts and went home. And it was so disconnected with everyone. It's yeah. such a weird experience. Yeah. Um, but one thing it did give us is because it was going to be released this album in September 2020. Yeah. But because we didn't get to record till August and we had no idea when we'd be out this pandemic, <laughs> um, we didn't have a release date. So we just spent a little bit more time on like the production layers. Yeah. So the piano, the strings, the brass sections that you can I hear. Just, yeah. 
Yeah, so it, it gave us a little bit more time on that to experiment a bit and just make it a little bit more special, at least. So something good did come out of it. Yeah, I was going to say, because, you know, it's considering that, you know, you sort of recorded it in, in sense, uh, in isolation from each other, because you always feel that, you know, bands get into the studio or together and then you sort of work on things and you can bounce uh, sort of ideas and uh, elements of change. But it is such a, a cohesive ha- album. And of course, you know, there's some significant layering uh, on there uh, again fortunate to have it it's a it is it's a great great cohesive album. it's a cracker it genuinely is so you know that must have been challenging then sort of doing your parts in isolation and then not having that ability to what sort of bounce additional ideas yeah i mean luckily in one respect the the album was written before we went in so we kind of written it and rewritten it before that to make right. sure that we were really happy with what we had so yeah. that was a good thing that we weren't going in and relying on some writing while we yeah. were in there or yeah. <laughs> it might have not kind of gone too well um <laughs> but it, it it was weird that you don't have that kind of vibe off each other where when you're in the studio for a month just little things daft things like uh playing xbox together or yeah, yeah. watching netflix and just having a bit of band bonding time while yeah. you're there yeah it was like none of that it was very much business and straight home sort of thing ah. so um, we, yeah, it was strange, but I am happy to say that I, I don't think it come through on like the delivery of uh, the recording when you listen to it. I still feel we've got that energy and power yeah. there. And I think because we were just super excited that by August we could actually finally record the album, we had that kind of excitement in it. So we just really wanted to make it right when yeah. we could finally actually record it. So. Yeah, indeed. So, I mean, tell us a little bit about the album. Invicta, uh, an interesting bit of uh, Latin. It's the old, uh, let's get on Google and see what Invicta means, you know. And it's not just about sort of uh, uh, veterans army games as such, but, you know, undefeated. So what's the, what's the idea behind the title and how does that relate then to, you know, sort of elements of the songs on the album? Yeah, so um, Invicta, like you say, it means unconquered and undefeated. And the album was written about like the, the struggles that we've had as a band from, uh, you know, day one. We've been together a good 10 years. Yeah. And, um, you know, we fought, we've come from a small town and we've kind of fought our way up to the top. It's, well, as far as that, you know, we, we can push it. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, when you don't have... Uh, like someone in the family who's famous or something to help you push up it. It takes years, doesn't it, to yeah. build and build yourself and yeah. just go, hey, you might not have heard of my band, but it doesn't mean that we're not we're not all right. You know, just have to listen. <laughs> yeah. You've know, very much kind of been um, over the years just really fighting our way to be heard. And, um, you know, we've gone through so much together throughout the years. Yeah. And it's pretty much a statement to, you know, a bit, a, a, a strength and empowerment sort of album to say you know no matter what we've been through together or individually we're, we're still here now we're sta- you know we're standing strong and we've got each other's backs so that that is pretty much Invicta. Yeah yeah definitely and as you say uh, in, I mean interesting I've seen you quite a number of times over the years uh sort of my local sort of haunt is the, the corporation and you're there a few times so you're on the Gus G at the rescue rooms uh and, and that's a ooh, God, that's a few years ago as well isn't it uh, uh <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly uh and and as you say you know sometimes it's people sort of suddenly think that you've sprung out of nowhere and it's like really it's almost like a 10 year overnight success it's 10 years of, of hard graft to, to, to get where you are now. That's it. We, we still get 
even with like this press, um, we've had quite a lot of people going, oh, I've never heard of you before until in Victor. It's really cool. So it's kind of like <laughs> this, this album's the first thing they've ever heard from us. So we're like really fresh to them. And, yeah. um, but then I suppose we're, we're, we're okay with that. Uh, to, you know, we, we know that a lot of hard work's gone into it. So whatever yeah. we get, we feel like we've earned it. And, yeah. um, you know, you get bands such as, like the ones which are going for quite a while, like, you know, Papa Roach and Lacuna Coil and uh, In Flames that, you know, that they have been around for like 20 years. Yeah. And yeah. I must admit Papa Roach were probably around a good 12 before I'd heard of them and they were on the music channels and they <laughs> popped <laughs> in my face and I was like, who's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I suppose, like I say, it's, it's almost a double-edged sword, isn't it? It's great that, uh, you know, you, you're garnering new fans and new interest, uh, but then equally, you know, you've got the, the, the fans that are sort of heard it from sort of tear me down to, uh, you know, to regenerate to now and, and sort of been with you on, on that journey because it has been a bit of a journey as well. It has, definitely, yeah. It's um, I was saying to our guitarist Dan earlier, like, we have such a, a wide variety of, uh, age group in our fan base like yeah. ranging from like 13 14 year olds up until like 65 year old um men or women you know so it, it it's nice because some of those have been with us since tear me down yeah. and they like the more classic scarlet riot songs yeah, yeah. but they still <laughs> like the new stuff but prefer the old stuff <laughs> and then you have like the newer kids coming along who are loving the more harder edge that we've put in recently yeah. so it, it's nice because like our whole scarlet riot community is uh so varied yeah with people but at one show everybody just comes together and it's like just having one big family yeah yeah so i mean you, you talk about there about the, the harder edge uh, and certainly with the harder edge of, of vocals and that sort of makes you think whoa yeah this is again it's a, another step and a, another move forward uh, was that all is it always sort of intentional uh you know that progress from regenerate because this it really has a, a again that sort of heavier sound and almost a bigger production and feel to the album uh, and then you know, the likes of uh, underwater and, and black cloud tracks that people haven't heard yet but i've been fortunate to hear and you just think whoa yes it's got you know that the sort of the growl element that the sort of more powerful and aggressive vocals was that something that you're always sort of intended to do and sort of brought out on this one I, it was bit, a bit of a more natural progression, really. Um, I think as we've like matured as a band together and um, we've wanted to experiment a little bit more and with each release, we just try and step up and make each yeah. release better than the last one. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it, it's just naturally gone that way because we thought, what can we do now to keep our signature Scarlet Riot sound that we found over the years? Yeah. Uh, not change too much to the point where people are like this doesn't sound like the same band anymore but also keep it interesting and exciting um so people can't second guess what you're going to come out with next so it's kind of like a balance between the two um and our new bass player tim he already knew how to do some growls yeah uh and he's super good at it so i said you might you know play to your strengths i'm going to give you a verse in gravity and you know go for it yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) And it's, so, uh, it's certainly worked well, but it certainly worked well. But you know, you've still got you know that the the wonderful ballad into pieces. That's a cracking, cracking song. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean that's a bit of a dark horse on the album. I think it's um, it's one of my favourites yeah. lyrically. I spent quite a lot of time on those lyrics, and they're very personal to me. Um, and the tracks just 
yeah, we don't have many ballads as a band. Yeah. Like uh, we have probably like Broken Wings from 2013 and we don't tend to do soft songs. So <laughs> yeah. it was really nice to actually sit back and go, let's do something different. Yeah. And I mean, it's a six minute song and it probably took about <laughs> six months to write. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Because we're so not used to writing these softer songs yeah. that we sat there like, how do we do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've certainly achieved something because it is a great song. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was definitely worth the time um, to break it down and, and get that one right. And we spent a lot of time in production with it, with all the build-up of the strings towards the end yeah. and um, all the layers and stuff. So, yeah, I am quite proud of that one. Yeah, indeed. Is that going to be uh, put into the set list then? Uh, obviously, you know, with COVID, everybody's sort of eager, certainly in the UK, to to see live shows. I think my last one was, like, last March, and I saw Grand Magus at the, uh, at, I think it was Sheffield University. So that's, like, over a year and no gigs. It must be equally frustrating for you guys to, to not be playing live as well. So Call of the Wild, is that on the horizon? Touch and go, though, but still yeah yeah um that's meant to be july so fingers crossed that'll happen yeah. i know that's been moved like once or twice yeah. already so yeah, sounds, yeah. fingers crossed and that'll be our first one back um and then after that we're, we're looking at penciling in some shows but we're, we're kind of we're not we don't want to hold off to the point of doing nothing but at the same time we don't want to pencil something and have it rescheduled yeah, yeah. because just because of how much work it goes into the promotion of these yeah, things and yeah. actually getting the dates to start with and obviously when it opens up the oversaturation of bands that will flood in it's, and all oh, God, yeah. at the same time and, yeah um but yeah we're itching to get back out again so we're just in the process of discussing when the best time is to to hit some shows. Yeah, yeah, because it's going to be a busy October, November, December. Normally, it's always busy then because normally it's festival season out of the way and then everybody sort of hits the album release and then touring October, November, December. So where are you going to squeeze some dates in there with, with, as you say, saturation with a million and one other bands? It's like, uh, good luck with that. (laughs) That's it, yeah. It is like rescheduled shows coming in as well as bands actually bringing out some new dates but there's only so many venues and only so many weekends if you want you know if you want them over that that sort of period of time yeah and um we don't we really i know there's always clashes anyway but you just don't want to clash with those bands with a similar sort of like fan base and things either and you just want to make sure when you put it out that everyone who wants to come can actually have the opportunity to come and see you yeah, indeed. So you've mentioned their Call of the Wild. So uh, that'll be the first gig back. So it'll be shaking off the rust, as it were. So, you know, that bit of preparation. What's the set list going to look like? You know, it's going to be a, a smattering of, uh, of the new ones. And is that, like I just said then, is that ballad going to be in the set list? Is that, is that scheduled for it? Are you, are you still fighting it out with each other to decide what you're going to play? Yeah, it's still a big decision process. Um, and we've only having about a half an a half an hour set yeah, as well it's so difficult one. to cram everything that you want in there yeah um it will be majority um new stuff yeah um uh, like mixture of regenerate and invicta definitely so um it's just picking the right ones i mean i suppose with uh into pieces i would say that would be more of a headline show song yeah, to yeah. like break up middle of the set yeah. sort of situation but i mean never say never it could end up being at call of the wild <laughs> um 
I mean, we all have like different favorite songs, so it's so difficult to actually pick a set list between us all to to keep everybody happy yeah. with the, the tracks we put in. But um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to actually writing the set with the guys and getting back into the rec- uh, the studio to practice yeah yeah absolutely absolutely well scarlet we shall call it there i really do appreciate you taking the time out to chat uh certainly wish you every success with the release of invicta set for release the 7th of may uh i've got to say it is a cracking album a real big album uh, uh and the, the plaudits are well deserved for it and uh, hopefully they'll continue to come thick and fast for you guys and fingers crossed you know covid allowing all the rest of it call of the wild to see somebody live again at last (laughs) yes it can't come quick enough (laughs) thank you for having us hey no problem at all thanks very much scarlett you take it easy and you take care cheers thanks bye